Okay, hi, hi. It's time to the math grind today. This is After Class, the podcast with Miss Donovan, our Algebra 1 Week 17 overview. Woo woo, aka our last Algebra 1 After Class, the podcast episode for the year. We're going to go ahead and go over the mathematician of the week, Shin Shen Jern, uh, solving quadratics using our square roots day one and day two, as well as solving quadratics using the quadratic formula. So let's get into the topics today. The mathematician of the week this week was Shin Shen Chern. He was born October 28, 1911, and died December 3, 2004. He's a Chinese-American mathematician and poet, and he's known as the father of dif- modern differential geometry. Arguably, he is one of the greatest mathematicians of the 20th century and has worked in many places. The, advanced Insti- or the Institute for Advanced Study from 1943 to 45, the University of Chicago from 1949 to 1960, and then the University of California, Berkeley. He co-founded the world-renowned Mathematical Science Research Institute in 1982. He's won many prov- prizes and awards, the Chauvinet Prize of the Mathematical Association of America in 1970, 1970, then 75, the National Medal of Science, in 1982, the Humboldt Prize in Germany, the 1983, the Leroy P. Steele Prize of the American Mathematical Science uh, Society. In 1984, the Wolf Prize in, ma- in Mathematics from Israel. In 2002, the Lebowski Medal. In 2004, um, the May Shaw Prize in Mathematical Sciences in Hong Kong. And some fun facts about our mathematician of the week is he is an asteroid named after him. It's named 2955 Chern. And he also has a song written for him. And so that is the mathematician of the week, Shin Shen Chern. Okay, so let's get into solving quadratics using square roots. We did two days of this one being rational days or rational numbers or rational solutions and the other being irrational solutions. So let's first go through the steps. Oh, our target today was I can solve for the roots test solutions of a quadratic equation using square roots. Step one was to isolate your x squared. So we wanted to get everything to the other side. So that meant we needed to subtract or add the numbers or divide or multiply, depending on what was happening. So remember, you always do the opposite of what is happening to the number to get rid of it. Again, we wanted to isolate our x, our x squared. Next, you take the square root of that. So you're going to take the square root of both sides. And if you've got a rational number, it would just be plus or minus. So say it was like x squared equals 49. Well, the square root of 49 is 7. So the answer would be in your squiggly brackets, plus or minus 7. So plus 7 or negative 7. Now, if it was irrational, you wouldn't get a perfect square under that square root. So you would have to simplify your radical. So remember, you would have to look for the biggest, greatest common factor or biggest square, perfect square in your factors. So you'd factor out whatever is underneath the square root, find the biggest perfect square, then you would change it. So if it was like 20, say 20 was under your square root. Well, the biggest perfect square of 20's factor is four. So you change that to the square root of four times five, and then the square root of four times the square root of five, square root of four is two. So your answer would be plus or minus two root five. So again, remember, you either get a perfect number or you're going to have to simplify your radical. And there are always two answers. It is plus or minus. And that is solving quadratics using square roots.
The quadratic formula's negative b plus or minus the square root of b squared minus 4ac all over 2a. Okay, now we're going to get into solving quadratics using the quadratic formula. So again, the target for today was I can solve quadratics for the roots or solutions using the quadratic formula. The quadratic formula is x equals negative b plus or minus the square root of b squared minus 4ac all over 2a where a, b, and c come from standard form. So step one for solving a quadratic equation using the quadratic formula is that it has to be in standard form. So remember that is ax squared plus bx plus c equals zero. So again, that one side has to equal zero, so everything has to be on one side. Next, you would identify your a, b, and c, and then plug it in. That's not the hard part. The hard part is going to simplify. So remember, you have the opposite of b, plus or minus the square root of b squared minus 4ac all over 2a. So you need to simplify what is in the radical. So what's under the square root first, and then sometimes you'll get perfect numbers, sometimes you won't. Remember, if we get a rational number, if you get something, a perfect square underneath your square root, you do have to simplify. And you get both answers because of that plus or minus. The greatest thing about the quadratic formula is that when there is a solution, it will work every single time. The other, the like kind of iffy part, I would say the con about using the quadratic formula is that it's going to take you a while and a lot of practice. And that is solving quadratics using the quadratic formula. Now going on to the assessment number 16 overview. There are only three sections on this assessment and you can skip one of them. The first section 291 and 2 and 29 1 and 2 and 3-1 is the one you could skip. You're being asked one question though. You're given the parent function and you're given a list of transformations. You have to write the new function. So remember you need to know vertex form of a quadratic equation that is y equals a times x minus h squared plus k. So remember, if you're moving left or right, you would change what h is. If you're moving up or down, you would change k and everything else impacts a. So if you're told it's being narrow, it's being expanded by a factor of one third, that's a. You would change a to one third. If you're being told it's moving left four units, you would plus four, it'd be x plus four. If you're told it's moving like up three units, it'd be plus three for k. So again, you have to be careful on what you are changing. You will need to know the vertex form. For 30-1, this is the second time you're seeing it, so you do have to do it. One question is solving it by graphing. So again, you will have to graph your quadratic formula, or not quadratic formula, your quadratic equation and say the solutions. The solutions are going to be where it passes through the x-axis. You need to give me those points, what x equals. If it does not pass through the x-axis, it's no solution. Sometimes there's one solution, sometimes there's two. The last two questions of that section are by factoring. You know how to factor. Again, remember, you have to set up your factors as x like minus 4 equals 0 and solve for x. So again, you should get your x in your squiggly brackets as your answer. Make sure you have those squiggly brackets. In the last section, there are four questions. The first two, uh, you're solving using square roots. This last two, you're solving using the quadratic formula. Again, you do have to show your work. Otherwise, I won't know that you solved using those ways. So that is assessment number 16.
And that is it for our last after class, the podcast, Algebra 1, Week 17 overview. We went over solving quadratics using square roots and the quadratic formula, as well as the mathematician of the week and the assessment number 16 overview. If you have any questions, let me know. But other than that, I will see you in class.